Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast where it's time for a little bit of bubbly. Lost in the mid-card, we are back. Some technical issues. I actually decided to reformat my computer completely because I was getting tired of everything that was happening to it. So, started fresh. It's running like a charm now. Uh, just in time for the uh, end of SmackDown uh, that we watched. Uh, the, the run of MSG is now over for this week as we head to Clash of Champions and we will preview that card for the pay-per-view this Sunday. Uh, we will give our thoughts on what happened at All Out since we were uh, preempted due to technical issues last week. So uh, we'll give our thoughts on what happened and what and thoughts going forward uh, to kick off the show. But first, thank you to SpiderDuck.net for being our host, enabling us to be on iTunes and any of your favorite podcasting apps. All you have to do is search for Lost in the Midcard and hit that subscribe button. That way you know every time a new episode comes your way every Wednesday. And we have made the executive decision to stay on Wednesdays, even though uh, AEW and NXT are kicking uh, off Wednesdays. NXT starting next week, AEW two weeks later. Uh, Schedule-wise, it just works better for us to record on Tuesdays. So unfortunately, we'll be talking about AEW and NXT six days later. But uh, hey... We're talking about we're talking about all out about ten twelve days later. So hey, you know it is what it is. Uh, it's still going to be fun to talk about. We still got a lot to talk about. Uh, just going to we're going to keep going on Wednesdays uh, for publishing the show like we have been. So uh, Spotify, iTunes, also on the YouTube. Links to all that are on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Lost in the Midcard, and also on our Twitter at LATMC Podcast, where we also share a lot of the great tweets from the wrestling world. I'm your host, Jeremy Bennett. You can find me on the Twitter at JB Huskers. As always, my co-host, he is on the Twitter at Raw F Showtime. It is Mr. Matt Black. Matt, how you doing? As long as Fire and Desire win those tag team titles on Sunday, I'm going to be doing all right. Well, I guess we all know who Matt's predicting here. Uh, yeah, I don't know who's. Uh, that's a that's a tough one. Then I, you know, I don't have a strong lean on. That I would have felt I would have felt a lot more iffy if Mandy would have beat Nikki tonight, but yeah. Nikki pick up that win, said to me, we're getting a title change, baby! Yeah, but that doesn't always mean it's always that they always do the booking 101, because I, I still think uh, somebody else is going to win. Granted, though, they got the upper hand tonight. We'll get into that with our our predictions at the end of the show. I think I know what you're talking about, and I have a... I have a... And I definitely have my thoughts on that. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens on that uh, at the end of the show. Uh, as you're always... Talking about, you're talking about Kofi and Orton, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I have my thoughts on that. As always, he is on the Twitter at no one like D, Mr. Daryl Bullock. Happy because the Eagles avoided a an embarrassing loss to the Redskins. So he's he's in a good mood. D, how's it going? First of all, we didn't avoid and we just were rusty. <laughs> I'm good otherwise. Deshaun Jackson sure as hell ain't rusty. Like he's back home. <laughs> Absolutely where he should be. Wish I could say the same for AB. Fucking idiot. Oh boy, that story. Another chat another chapter as SmackDown was on the air. AB rape allegations now. Guilty. No means no. 
30 for 30 AB is going to be a fun one. And that, that's just in the past, like, three months. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. Yeah, I wonder if he plays on uh, on Sunday. Because uh, they don't really need him against the Dolphins, because look what Lamar Jackson did to him. Wow. He ain't, he ain't lasting. He ain't lasting the season up there. He'll be fine. Belichick's gonna kick him to the curb so fucking fast. <laughs> no, he's not. Because you forgot. You forgot. You forgot what the who, who the owner is. Robert rigged Kraft. Yep. He'll just throw some dollars in Goodell's pocket, right? Robert happy ending Rick Kraft. Yeah. Happy ending. Uh, AEW All Out happened on August 31st, about 11 days ago from the Sears Center, Chicago, Illinois. Um, uh, we got some discussion, I guess, to talk about this. We, I'm sure we have some different opinions on stuff. And Before we go match by match, let's talk overall. Uh, I, I, it was a fun night, but uh, it, it definitely did not eclipse double or nothing, Matt. Uh, it was a step down from double or nothing. You would probably agree with that, wouldn't you? No, it was absolutely a step down from double or nothing. And it had everything to do with the the creative aspect of the company and not the actual in-ring product itself. Yeah, I mean, I could see, I, I saw why some wins, it, I could make sense on some of the wins. Um, you know, totally leaving ringside so I could see how Cody got the advantage there when AA came out. And, you know, I, I, I said it before on our preview show, I could see both sides to having Jericho win the title and Paige win the title. So, uh we can get into all that. Uh, what were your thoughts overall, Daryl? Similar to you guys, um, it just—I mean—I was looking so much forward to it, um, but it kind of disappointed me a little bit. I mean, I had a feeling that Jericho was going to win. I know why he was going to win. It is what it is. But just certain things—certain things just rubbed me the wrong way. And I'm talking about—I'm um, talking more so production-wise me a lot of mistakes yeah if, if jericho wouldn't have won we wouldn't have got that little bit of bubbly guys yeah that sure took over the internet didn't it sure did um as did uh jericho losing his title we'll get into that in a little a little later um the casino women that was also probably due to a little bit of the bubbly <laughs> possibly possibly uh Casino Women's Battle Royale started off the buy-in. Uh, Nyla Rose was among the uh, the first uh, uh, the first competitors with Britt Baker. Uh, lots of women in this match. Uh, Tennille Dashwood even showing up. Eva Lee made her debut. Uh, we got Awesome Kong, Brandy Rhodes, Bea Presley were all in there. Teal Piper, Roddy Piper's daughter, um, Allie, Jazz, ODB. Big pop from the Chicago crowd for ODB, and some sad news: ODB lost her her food truck to a fire recently. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, that freaking sucks. Uh, we'll get into that a little later on with the uh, in our headlines, but uh, uh, you know, looks like she's going to rebuild and uh, and uh, get back on the road very soon. Um, Mercedes Martinez came out to a huge pop. Uh, and uh, the final four turned out to be Mercedes, Nyla Rose, Bea Presley, and Allie. And uh, with Nyla Rose getting the win, what did you guys think of, of Nia getting uh, the win out of, on, on this one? 
uh, taking on Riho on October second in the first uh, edition of TV. It's not a it's not a uh, pay per view selling match between those two people, but what do you think of the matchup for the women's title? I'm cool with it. I mean, I can't complain about it, considering that you're trying to, you know, show off your young talent. Mm-hmm. And especially now the Rose is from D.C., so. To me, it's very anticlimactic when you've had Nyla lose every single match she's been in until now. And now all of a sudden we're supposed to take her as a credible uh, person to be the first AEW Women's Champion. Um, in a company where wins and losses are supposed to matter, uh, it kind of really defeats the purpose there. And um, she's a heel, and you're putting a heel in a hometown favorite situation on October 2nd. Doesn't make a whole lot of creative sense. And so began my problems with the show from the very beginning. Yeah. Uh, it was kind of weird, like, uh, Tennille was barely in the match, I'm guessing probably because she's not signed. Is that probably what dictated some of those uh, appearances based on how long, if they're signed or not, possibly? They just they had to fill up the battle row. They don't have twenty one women on their roster. Yeah, but I mean the fact that she wasn't in that Tanil was hardly in the match hardly at all, which was a surprise. I figured she'd be uh, uh, in the match. She's still a with it, she's still with Impact right now though. Mm. So until her Impact deals up, which I'm hearing is the end of October. Okay. Like you're not going to give her a big feature when she's going to be on someone else's television, you know, in the in, over the next several weeks, you know. I, to me, it just made sense that she wasn't heavily featured. You know, get her out of Impact at the end of October, sign her with AEW, then push her then. Mm. Uh, but but don't push her right now. Uh, also in the buy-in, Private Party took on Jack Evans and Helico. That was a hell of a match. Uh, that uh, Hurricane Rana into a cutter was was just insane. Um, Private Party getting the win here as uh, they are uh, now moving on to take on uh, looking forward to taking on the Young Bucks in the first round of the Tag Team Tournament coming up soon. Um, and we get to the main show. SU took on the Jurassic Express. Another fun opening match. Uh, it, it, and, uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see uh, how the Jurassic Express and SU fare in the uh, in the Tag Tournament. Um, you, could probably, you could probably see one of these guys going, one of these teams going pretty far in that tournament, don't you think? Yeah. Possible. Yeah. And uh, AEW teased, uh, which trio do you want the best friends in Orange Cassidy to take on next? And everybody's saying SCU, so I bet, I bet we get that uh, that six-man tag next. Second on the main card was Omega Pac. Were you surprised at the placement of this match? Not after I saw the result. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was a hell of a match. Probably... Probably the best match of the night. Uh, what, what did you think of that result, Omega? What, what do you What do you think of this whole Omega kind of starting off losing in AEW thing? I like it. Oh, I hate it. It shows he's not perfect. And I'll tell you why it's terrible. And I'll tell you why it's terrible. Um, for the exact same reason that they're putting the world championship on Chris Jericho to attract all these new viewers that they claim that they don't have. Um, here's the problem. You bring in all these new viewers in over the last several months. Everybody's heard how great the great Kenny Omega is, but maybe they've never seen him before. 
and he just lost to a guy whose main highlight of his WWE run was being the two of five live cruiserweight champion. Bad fucking move, Tony Khan. Bad fucking move. Y'all done fucking up. You keep fucking up. And y'all need to get your fucking reality check in, in, in place before October 2nd. Because you guys, this isn't going to be a cakewalk. You're going up against NXT. Who already, we've already seen NXT knows how to book. And they, so y'all better put your big boy pants on and fucking come prepared. Or it's going to be a mollywop. And you guys ain't going to like it by the end of this calendar year. <laughs> he said mollywop. <laughs> right, I said fucking mollywop. That's what's going to fucking happen if they don't fucking get their shit together. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I see, again, I, I see every I see what every part of every win. They had a Pac win, obviously, to, uh, to set up the uh, the feud with Hangman because he interrupted Hangman's uh, press conference after he had lost the uh, title match. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if... It, I guess to me it's not as of a catastrophic deal having Pac beat Omega, having Omega being human. Um, Omega has lost two WWE mainstays in the last four months. How does that make him look to the average wrestling fan who's never seen him work before? Uh, what do you think about it, Daryl? Man, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, but... You look at it on the other side of the fence, too. You don't want to... They don't want to come in with Kenny, the Bucks, and Cody as executive vice president, just presidents just winning all the time. Oh, so, we're, sure as letting, getting, we're, we're sure as fuck letting Cody win all the time, though. And you remember, Cody, not like who, really. Who... I'd much rather have Omega winning all the time over Cody. Cody hasn't won all the time, though. He lost a tag match against the Bucks, and he went to a draw with Darby. Yeah. Everybody, every, think about it. All the executive vice presidents have lost. I don't think every, Co- every match that has been super important for Cody, he has won. Yeah, but I don't think he's beating Jericho. I think it's going to be Hangman eventually. Nah, he's not beating Jericho no, at all. No, nah, and, and going into Hangman, I mean, I think, I think, I think it's I think it's perfect that it, it, they give the chase instead of just putting it on Hangman. I think it makes it a little more interesting, and you know, we'll get into that once we get to the title match. But uh, pocket I a win. That. I hate that title match, by the way. Uh, Cracker Barrel Clash, Janella Allen and Havoc. That, that was match like, of the night. That was fun, wasn't it? That that, that back body. Drop. Do you think that was the match of the night? For me, yes. I, I thought, oh, and I, I, I got two matches I'd put in front of that. I, I think the, I think the, my favorite, my best match of the night would have been Omega Pac, but it was either to me, it was either Omega Pac, ladder, ladder match, or the ladder match. Yeah, then those and, dudes and almost died somebody, in that fucking ladder. That comes match. from somebody who wasn't even looking forward to the ladder match. Yeah, you weren't. You were tired of that feud. <laughs> yeah, well, it's done that, now. It's done that, now. Yeah, it's it's totally done now. But yeah, that I would say that or either Pac or Omega were, were honestly, honestly that that ladder match was probably the Bucks' sloppiest match I've ever seen. Seriously. Well, they were probably because they got fucking hurt the entire match. That's oh, what I'm man. saying. That was probably their sloppiest match I've seen. Period. In, in their career, 
thought it was good shit, pal. Uh, that backdrop from Alan with the the cracker barrel on his back that was pretty fucking insane. Dude, you skipped over that whole thing when they caught Jimmy in that damn chair. Oh yeah, they put thumbtacks in his mouth and then yes. taped his mouth shut. <laughs> and then Darby hit hit did a fucking sun, a somersault on his ass. Oh man. Oh, it, the the funniest part was when Janela got the tennis racket out. <laughs> a little shot at Cornette. Ah, fuck it, I ain't using this thing. <laughs> I, I was surprised that, that Havoc got the win here. Uh, I, I figured... I thought would, Darby would get it. Yeah, you know, I, I could see neither Janela... Darby needed this bad. Right. And then, like, like I said, we're going for another... Freaking uh, another bad creative finish here. That Darby absolutely needed this win. But that's and they, they gave it to the they they literally took the worst possible person of the three to give the win to, and they gave it to him. Yeah, it should have been Darby, Janella, Havoc in that order. Yep, I and, totally and you and you fucking you fucking gave it to fucking Jimmy Havoc, like. Come the fuck on. Like, yeah, okay, he's, he's fucking dumb enough that he's going to let you put sta- uh, fucking thumbtacks in his mouth and st- tape his mouth shut. That doesn't mean he deserves to win the fucking match because he's a moron. Like, jeez. Like, seriously, like, the booking on this show made yeah, me want to take my head and slam it through a wall. Certain, certain things I understood, but certain things I wouldn't have done as well. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the Bucks. Well, I'll let you finish. You know, one of my favorite spots was uh, was Allen getting the spike skateboard and doing an ollie. <laughs> ah, yeah, that was Tony pretty. Hawk, Tony Hawk, Hawk loved it. That. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dark Order against the best friends, and like I said, I, th- I thought the winner of this match, who's getting a bye, is going to be the team that's going to lose their their next round in the tournament. And and I was right. Dark Order won. Uh, the minions attacked, and the lights went out. And Orange, oh, my God. boy, my boy, Orange Cassidy came to help the best friends. So, man, they are sure teasing trios tag titles down the road, aren't they? With all these teams of three stables. I wonder if we're gonna get six man tags in AEW. I wouldn't uh, be surprised. I mean, uh, they got them in New Japan and Ring of Honor. Uh, Haruka Shida and Riho, uh, they, they had a hell, they had a hell of a match, I thought, and uh, I thought the right person went over here. To, I mean, if we're more familiar with Riho than we are with Shida, and uh, so I don't, you know, at least Nyla, Nyla Rose against Riho is is a more enticing match to me than Shida. Don't you guys agree? I agree. Ah, uh, Sean Spears, Cody Rhodes. This this match started out like a ball on fire. Uh, Cody coming out, little Star Trek theme. Uh, Diamond Dallas Page, Brandy Rhodes, Pharaoh, MJF, and uh, Cody chose MJF to be down by his side. Um, this was this was one of my favorite matches in terms of energy. Just the energy and the pace of the uh, uh, the match. Cody just starting out, just beating the shit out of him. And of course, 
double A putting that spine buster in there, man. That was a hell of a spot. I, I like the match. Um, and, and like I said, I, I could see, I, I see Cody winning as the fact that, uh, you know, Tully was distracted by Arn and left ringside. So Spears was all by himself without his manager. Um, that could be the reason that, that, that Cody got the win there. Um, and then MJF, once again, we're, 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 we're like, Oh, is this the heel turn? You know, and, not quite yet, but it looked like he was going to clock Cody with the chair, wasn't didn't he? Mm-hmm. What the fuck uh, was he out there for if he's going to get beat up by Tully Blanchard's old ass? Yeah. As soon as he he was the guy they picked, I'm like, well, I said out loud, well, at least, at least Spears is going to win this match as he should because MJF's going to turn on Cody. Nope. We're going to save the MJF turn for full gear. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck off already. It's just so fucking dumb. Like, Cody did not need this win. No, he didn't. At all. And isn't, like, isn't Sean Spears facing John Moxley on, like, the second week of AEW TV now? Yep. So he's going to lose again. Yeah. They're not going to, he's not going to be, he's not going to beat Moxley. Not ahead so, of full gear, no. So all you, this great build, forget. all he's this a, great build. Dude, yeah, but they, see, and that's and that's the problem. All the great build that they just did for this dude in the last month to establish him as something more important than WWE ever gave to him was ruined in one night, and will be even further buried into the the, the freaking brains of everybody watching at home when he can't beat another WWE guy in John Moxley. Like they literally had lightning in a bottle with Spears. And they just opened the lid and let it out. Like, seriously, they are making WWE levels of boneheaded decisions already, and they're not even on TV yet. It scares the hell out of me. I'm very, very worried about AEW right now. I really, really am. Especially since the buck stops with Tony Khan. You know, because if this is, if this is his vision, it, like, double, double or nothing was great. Um, Fighter Fest was fun. Um, uh, what was that? What was that? What, the fight for the fight fall, for the fall was okay. It was okay. And then we get to All Out, which had great wrestling and some of the worst creative booking decisions I've ever seen. And that scares the holy hell out of me going into the television, especially when they're going to go head to head with NXT. They can't afford to make mistakes like this. They just, they just can't. Um, I'm worried, man. Because, you know, dude, I, I've done nothing but sing the praises for this company all year. I want nothing more for the, than this company to be, you know, the greatest thing since sliced bread. But All Out scared the holy hell out of me. And I'm a little nervous as to what that means going forward for this company. I really hope they get it together in time for October 2nd. Because, you know, and if not, you know... I'm, they're going to hear it from me. They're, they're already I'm, hearing it from you. Well, no, I will. I will be very vocal on, on social media if they, if they drop the ball on October second. Because honestly, I've already told Daryl this, and I, I, don't, I don't mind saying this out loud. Look, full gears in Baltimore. Yep. And had they announced that a month ago, I'd probably already have my tickets there. Um, yep. But they announced that after 
you know, I had to sit through All Out, or they announced it during All Out when I was already pissed off. I mean, I'm um, going to StarCast, so, I mean, they count on my money for that. Yeah, but, I mean, they're not getting that money. That's Con- You're giving that money to Conrad. Um, yeah, I support it's Conrad. It's fine. Um, but here's the, here's, the, here's the thing. If I go October 2nd, we, you know, me and you, Daryl, and your friends, we put our hard-earned money down to freaking go see the show. If I leave disappointed... What makes me think for one second that I want to go put down another lump sum to go see them again in Baltimore a month later? Like yeah, they, absolutely correct. They need best foot forward on October 2nd. They, they, this needs to be a double or nothing level show on October 2nd to freaking, you know, show everybody right out of the gate what AEW is all about. We can't have any of this all out creative snafu bullshit. So what do we, we have? On the we, what do we have so far? Kenny and the Bucks we, against. We've got Kenny and the Bucks against Jericho and most likely LAX. We have the Nyla Rose and Reho for the women's title, and we have Cody versus uh, the Panda Jobber. Um, Sammy Guevara. I knew his name. I just didn't want to say it. <laughs> the Panda Jobber. The Panda I heard Jobber. Him. And yeah. And that's all we know for as, as far as our show. I don't think there's anything else officially announced for DC. So, I mean, the, look, let me just be perfectly honest. On paper, besides the six-man, not overly thrilled with the card we're getting at the moment. But that doesn't mean that the show can't still deliver and be an awesome show. So, Shit, it don't matter to me. I'm going to be fucked up anyway. Damn it. Daryl, you drunk son of a bitch. What? Hey, it's my birthday, dude. <laughs> what? I know it's your damn birthday. Uh, I think well, you said damn birthday. It almost sounded like pan. I think you're saying it's panda birthday. I was like, oh, what? Panda, 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 panda. Uh, next up, Escalara uh, de la Muerte ladder match uh, for the AAA World Tag Team Championships. The Lucha Brothers take it on the Young Bucks. And speaking of scaring you, uh, these guys sure scared the hell of a, out of us a couple times, especially when. Uh, uh, Nick tripped on the ropes, landing, going through, crashing through that table. Yeah, I swear, I thought he was going to hit his head. I mean, there were Jesus. There were. This was they. They decided to turn it up to eleven, didn't they? That's an understatement. But hey, Matt, you got your wish. Feud's over. Lucha Brothers win and. And and, no, and they had to win. Yeah. They're not gonna put. They're not gonna keep the AAA titles on television. Uh, what'd you guys think of the debut of Santana and Ortiz? I was happy. That was a good debut, wasn't it? Very happy. I'm kind of hoping they're not the mystery partners because not anymore. Yeah, yeah not anymore. Kind yeah, yeah. By printing them out there, it kind of just like, like really, <laughs> it's just. We already know you're here now. Yeah, it's not really that's not really a surprise anymore. Everybody's expecting you guys to be Jericho's partners now. So I'm I'm hoping they make you think we're going with LAX, but we get something completely different. Like I, I don't know what they're going to do. Uh, and speaking speaking of uh, next pay per view, Full Gear, uh, November 9th in Baltimore. How about that? A pay per view called Full Gear. Uh, for us that follow being the elite, that's kind of funny. Uh. If you don't watch Being the Elite, then it just makes no sense to you. Yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of a terrible name, to be honest. Yeah, it's no Great Balls of Fire. 
It's uh, close. Made of it. Look at that. Hangman Page doing some cowboy shit. Came out on a horse. What did you think of that entrance? Well, at least they didn't throw Pyro up in the horse's face like they did freaking um, Pharaoh. What? Yeah, they scared so, the shit out of him. Idiots. Yeah. What did you guys think of the main event of All Out? They could have kept it. <laughs> I mean, I enjoyed the match. I didn't like the finish. I get why they feel like they needed to do it. But there were so many other challengers they could have lined up for Hangman for full gear. Um, but they haven't built their baby face out of their roster good enough. So by putting the title on Jericho, you look at the win on in a company that wins and losses are supposed to matter, and you have to look up and down your fucking roster. You literally booked yourself into a corner where you had no choice but to book Cody in the match against Jericho, who's one one and one. Yep. Who, if you would have freaking taken, um, but you notice how they do singles? Page, they, they just they, they could they could have done they could have done Page and Pac. Yeah. For the title at full gear. Oh yeah, easily. Pac beat o, Pac beat Omega. Big win. Page beat Jericho. That would have been a great main event for full gear. Yeah. But no. We had to put the title on Jericho. Nyam, nyam, nyam. They had to get some Just, bubbly. Yeah. Look, don't get me wrong. I love the bubbly memes. Some of the best shit to happen <laughs> to, to wrestling. Brock Lesnar's team. Community in a very long time. Bump, Dude, bump, my, friend, bump. my friend made that. My bump. friend. Not you, JB, but another JB actually made that video. Oh, the dude from uh, Supercard? Yeah. So, I mean, that's hilarious. (laughs) That was my favorite one of them all, was the uh, Brock Lesnar theme. Uh, Yeah, and like I said, I I could see, uh, when we did predictions, I could see both sides of the the coin, putting a world-renowned superstar in Jericho as your first champion. Makes a lot of sense. To me, it makes a lot of sense, but you, you, you are correct. With the babyface thing, but you know they booked themselves into a corner. Uh, Kenny, if Kenny would have won, he would have been two and one. Um, I, it's weird they do separate out singles from tags, so I guess you could say Cody's one zero oh, and one. Um, in singles competition, but hey, you know, you still got the training wheels on the company. You know, you can't take the training wheels off just yet. You gotta. Uh, you know, but they'll figure it out, hopefully. I, I, you know, got to learn from your mistakes, right? Can't just... True shit. I, did, I mean, NXT, sure, hell, it wasn't, wasn't what they were today when they started. So, I mean, give it time. It's a whole new team working together. Uh, what did you guys think of the timing? Was it a, a long show, too long of a show, or just right? Or I think it was just right. Mm-hmm. It actually went over what they did for the other pay-per-views. Yeah, and it, it, it was about a five-hour show with the buy-in. So, but uh, I, I, I didn't think the match, I didn't think the length of the show was a problem. Yeah, <laughs> well, well, I think we all know what you thought what the problem was. <laughs> I mean, I get the fact that we they're not going to always give us what we want as far as booking is concerned, but I just think the timing with their show coming on with certain things that they did wasn't correct. I just think they could have did a little better with certain things. Yeah. Uh, and then the road to TNT oh, I w- started up 
with uh, not really much to talk about on the road. There's a lot of recaps from All Out. Um, about the real only real announcement was uh, uh, was there even a, I don't even know if there was really a much of an announcement. I mean, a lot of the it's didn't that seem like to you that the, the road to all the road to TNT really was just a an all out recap? <laughs> yep. I think they're running out of content. I don't know about they're running out of content, but it was just a an odd thing there. Uh, and then, uh... babe, I love you. I gotta get some work done. Being the elite, episode one sixty nine. What's wrong with Kenny? Uh, is Kenny turning into the lunatic lush? I don't know. Brandon Cutler had to deal with Arthur and Trevor and, uh, I guess, their new best friend, MJF. MJF's going to go take Arthur and Trevor to make fun of the poor people at Applebee's. Uh, Bucks talk about being banged up after that, la- mat- that ladder match with the uh, Lucha Brothers. Yeah, no kidding. They, they're, they're still kind of feeling it about a week, a little over a week later. I would too after some of those spots. Jesus. So, what did you guys think of the Kenny Omega thing? Eh. I mean, it's cool. He's losing it. Yeah, it's cool. I just want to see where it goes. Jim Ross uh, took some time out of grilling in his backyard to tell us that uh, they are heading to Nashville on November thirteenth for for television. By God. And uh, Kenny Omega looked like he was at a wedding and half cocked. <laughs> I don't think Kenny drinks though. He even does he? Mm-mm. I don't think so. Um, do you think at this point he beats my Mo- uh, beats Moxley at full gear? I think he does. I think he has to. But there's a lot of has tos at, at all out. So true, dude. If they let Moxley beat Omega, I might fucking. Just lose my damn mind. He's gonna <laughs> scream. Oh, fucking Tony Khan! Look at this. He's, he's already he's already turned on Tony. He's, he's he went from fucking Vince to fucking Tony Khan. <laughs> Didn't take long. <laughs> well, all it takes is one terribly booked show, and I can be upset with somebody. Fuck both Vince and Tony Khan right now. Somebody needs to fucking give me a, a fucking logical wrestling product that makes fucking sense. Impact. Oh, wait. Shut up. Uh, the day after Jericho won his AEW World Championship, he lost it. Uh, what a story that was. He was apparently... Uh, it was apparently in a uh, bag in the limo. And then uh, incorrect luggage came back from the airport while Jericho was eating at Longhorn Statehouse. Okay. And then the story Sorry, just please. then the story just keeps getting weirder and weirder. As uh, uh, it didn't take long for the uh, the belt to uh, to resurface. Um, about, about a few days later, uh, the PD Tallahassee PD posing with the belt case solved. That was on the 4th, so about three days after Jericho had lost it. 
and uh, as it turned out, uh, it was found like found on the side of the road. What? Yep. What the hell is? This? I'll tell. I'll t- look. Uh, there's a really good theory to how this happened. Okay. Bubbly Jericho was very much bubbly. Oh, and there's a shirt now you can buy. It a little went, bit of the bubbly. Went, it, when he got into the limo, he left the AEW championship on the roof of the limo. <laughs> like a dummy. And while driving down the highway. In dummy! Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, the, Tell me that you couldn't see that happen. I, I can honestly, yes, see that happen. The, Tallahass- the Tallahassee Democrat featured an interview uh, with uh, Frank Price, who found Jericho's belt sitting on in the middle of a turn lane on Highway 20. Uh, he, he said uh, uh, they retrieved the scuffed bag, later opening it, discovering the title belt after taking pictures of the belt, <laughs> which they thought was a replica. Uh uh, he was made aware of the attention given to the lost belt and contacted authorities, brought the belt in, and uh, the police department uh, uh, ran into the owner of the limo company that Jericho used, gave him a $200 reward for returning the belt, and, uh, well, crisis averted for October 2nd, right, guys? Yes, my birthday will be great. I can't because because they found man. the belt. He is never going to let us live down the fact that it's his birthday. <laughs> nope. I, I every look, every every week for the next couple of weeks, it's gonna be like Darius will be like, you know, October second is my birthday, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's my birthday, right? Yeah. I, I, it's I, my birthday. I like yep. Matt. I like Matt's uh, theory, though. I think drunk Jericho left it on the roof of the limo. Yep. Yep. Goddamn because because if not, why the hell would it have ended up on the side of the road like that? Somebody wouldn't have just thrown it. No, somebody wouldn't have taken yeah. it and then thrown it. The and side then of thrown the road. it out and not thrown it out on the side of the road. Like that that doesn't even make any sense. No, like somebody... the fact that it was still in its in, it's still in its velvet bag. It was just he threw it up on the fucking top of the limo. Was too drunk to fucking remember that he did, and they pulled off. And you know it's heavy, but it's not that heavy. And you make the wrong corner turn on the highway, and it's gonna fly off. Yep. He's just lucky somebody was nice enough to who, the, the person that was nice enough to found it to actually turned it in. Yeah. Because there's other people out there that just would have kept the son of a bitch. I would have. See? I wonder how much that belt's worth, by the way. I heard it was insured for about thirty thousand dollars. One million dollars. Uh they have announced uh, that Starcast is returning. November 7th through the 10th, Baltimore, Maryland, StarCast 4. You guys going to partake in some StarCast stuff? Since... Yeah, yeah, so Matt can see me go back and forth with MJF. Oh. oh. Is this, does we... this mean I finally get to go to Jimmy's? We need a video of this. Depends on the day, man. What's, Jim, so what's, what's, what's Jimmy's? Jimmy's Famous Seafood, Ooh. which apparently is taking part in StarCast 4. Oh. Yes, they're the sponsor. Yeah, so, like, does this mean, finally, after all this time, all this begging, am I finally going to get to experience the Jimmy's Jimmy. Famous Seafood in November? Matt wants Is this finally Jimmy. going to happen? That's a possibility. Is it going to be at Jimmy's? I know there's some events that are taking place at Jimmy's. I'm almost positive. I think that, like, the, the shows are doing, I think they're doing, like, the little um, little forums that they do at Jimmy, possibly. I have the e. I have the email. I, I got the email. I just ain't read. The only thing I did was look at the ticket prices. 
Have they announced any many details of that yet, or they got the prices set um, for most of it? Yeah, they say the event is starting Thursday at Jimmy's Seafood and ending Sunday at Jimmy's Seafood. So. I wonder. Hmm. Will Matt finally get to go to Jimmy's? I know, right? Dun, dun, dun. It's an important question <clears throat> that inquire minds. I don't think, know. but I think, I think Starcast is going to be in one of the hotels, to be honest with you. Well, as long as it's close by. Yeah, it's, it's one of the hotels. Like, if it's going to be at Royal Farms, um, Jimmy's is probably like 15 minutes, from, 15, 20 minutes from Royal Farms. That's not too bad. Did you guys get a peek at the AEW Women's World Championship? Not yet. Yeah, they, they showed it all out, dude. Yeah, they did show, they did show yeah. it out. What do you, got, you guys like that belt, too? Pretty fancy? I thought it, I thought it was cool. Yeah, I wouldn't say I don't say I wouldn't say I like it as much as the the men's world title, but I still think it looks pretty cool. Uh, first match that was announced for full, full gear on uh, November 9th, Moxley and Omega, as we previously mentioned, and uh, that'll happen uh, in Baltimore, Maryland. Tickets go on sale already on sale, actually, uh, this past Friday. Uh, a little bit of ratings to talk about Steve Austin's. Uh, straight up Steve Austin, a great show. Becky Lynch, the man, was on there, and uh, that put the show back up over a million viewers. Uh, this week, uh, I believe Fluffy was on there, wasn't it? Gabriel Iglesias? Yep. I have, Fluffy! Uh, I've not seen Fluffy. I, I've not seen that episode yet. but uh, It was great. The 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 uh, Everyone's been great so far. I, I watched the Baker one and the and the Becky one last week, and uh, that, that was a pretty good one with the man. I, man... It, Austin sold that stunner pretty damn good, didn't he? <laughs> Speaking of selling some stunners, we'll, we'll talk about that later on, too. What do you think about Ric Flair being upset that the WWE is using the man for Becky Lynch and wants to be paid? He must be broke. It's you fucking know. ridiculous. Yeah. You just now, are you just now realizing that? Two of my uh, two of my Becky Lynch shirts came in the, in, in, in the mail today. I got the uh, what was it the twelve dollar deal or whatever. I got the uh, the mugshot shirt and then a a man shirt. It's like the it says the man. It's, uh, it's got kind of a animated drawing of her below it or whatever. It's hard to explain, but I got the mugshot shirt though. I like that one. I like that one compared to Vince's <laughs> Vince's face. <laughs> oh boy. But yeah, I don't know about Flair trademarking the man. Good luck, right? It's just hey, dumb. First of all, first of all, first of all, Ric Flair didn't create the whole the man thing. That's just universal. Yeah. So, so he needs to chill out. Yeah, I'm the man. It, it, there's no way you can trademark something like that. It's, it's, right. It's, now, it's so ambiguous. Now, if it was, if it was woo, the woo... Then I can yes, see. Yes, yes, exactly. But the man, you can't trademark that when that shit you been that shit's been used when it comes to every that shit, people call the police the man. You know what I mean? That's dating back to the seventies. I mean, it could be anything. 
Uh, NXT starting up on the USA Network starting next week live, but uh, it's a two-hour show. But it uh, the first two uh, two hours will not be on USA the first couple of weeks because uh, they still have suits on there. So the first hour will be on USA live, and then the second hour will be on the WWE Network live, which is so weird that they didn't think about that, or maybe they did, and they just said, "Hey, I'll screw it." You know, screw it. More, more people will go by the network, right? Hey, all right. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> announced for next week's episode, Roddy Strong taking on the Velveteen Dream for the North American title, and a triple threat match with Mia Yim, Bianca Belair, and Io Shirai. The winner is the top contender for Shayna Baszler's Women's Championship, and I hope it's uh, Io Shirai because I love her as a heel now, and even though it's heel versus heel. I wouldn't mind EO taking the title off of Shayna. What do you guys think? Yeah, that's not going to happen. Nope. WWE announced uh, five days ago on September 5th that Jorge Bali uh, signed a contract with the WWE. Uh, you may not know that name. Who? You may not know that name, but you may know him as Hijo de la Fantasma or King Cuerno in Lucha Underground. Uh... He has signed an NXT deal and has reported to the Performance Center. This dude is a great talent. Had a lot of fun watching him in Lucha Underground. Uh, so, uh, good deal for uh, NXT to get that guy. Uh, then the main event for Full Gear was announced a few days ago. We already talked about it. Jericho versus Cody is going to headline that. Yeah, so Full Gear went on sale Friday, right? Last week? Yes. It's not sold out yet? Probably so. It's not fucking sold out. With, fucking with the goddamn Ticketmaster. It's not sold out. I wouldn't have gotten it. Even if I decided that I wanted to go, I had to be there. I still wouldn't have got my ticket on Friday. Because Ticketmaster, you fucking suck. Oh, yeah. Fucking slap dicks. Charge twelve dollars per ticket just for shits and giggles. I mean that. Then you try to click on shit for tickets, and sorry, but another person is like, get your tickets already. Go find <laughs> something else. <laughs> uh, Ricochet recently did a a Q and A with Sports Illustrated, uh, talking about a lot of subjects. He cleared up one regarding his girlfriend K- Casey Catanzaro. Disputing reports that she's leaving the company or retiring, and he said she's still with the company, not retired. She's not injured. It's a tough sport. We're all hurting, but there's nothing wrong with her. So, um, there you go. Kill those rumors. Uh, as I mentioned earlier in the show, ODB's food truck burnt down. Um, she woke up to uh, she woke up the other day to find the truck on fire. Been operating her food truck since 2017. Um, even had it outside of StarCast during All Out Weekend, uh, but it sounds like uh, she's going to get a new one built soon and, and be back on the road for her meet and greets. So is this separate to meet her and her boobs? <laughs> well, she spells meet and greets M-E-A-T, so take that as Oh, you. okay. I got some meat for you. Hey! Bam! Um... Uh, Tomasa Ciampa provided an update six years ago since neck or six months ago since neck surgery, and uh, 
and, and posts the quote, we can rebuild him, we have the technology, we can make him better than he was, better, faster, stronger, the return. As we, uh, you, think he, you, think he, you think he returns next week on the, uh, the live TV? Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, brand new table for three out this week. Uh, features Hall of Famer Toy Wilson, Carmella, and Mandy Rose. Mandy. Did you watch it, Matt? No, I actually forgot about it. How did you How forget, do you forget about, about Mandy? Because I watched the Austin show. What? What? I'll watch it later. Ain't no big deal. It's on the fucking network. It'll yeah. be there forever. You thought you'd get all googly eyes and go batshit crazy over Mandy. Corey Graves is disappointed in you. Yes, I don't he is. give a fuck what Corey Graves is in me. Whoa, that came out wrong. Wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. Uh, MLW's got a pay-per-view. Get your mind on the fucking gutter. It's never. It's it's always in. Uh, Major League Wrestling is going to have their first ever pay-per-view Saturday night super fight in Chicago, Illinois on November 2nd. And uh, L.A. Park will be cashing in his title shot against Jacob Fatu on the pay-per-view. And uh, you'll be able to watch that on all your pay-per-view characters Carriers, characters too. Characters, yeah, characters too, as well as Fight TV. And um, speaking of Ric Flair, he signed. He says he signed a deal with Adidas. Okay, woo. To do what? I don't know. Make shoes. Geriatric shoes. Uh, WWE's filed trademarks for. Some of these are kind of crazy that they've not filed trademarks yet, but. Uh, Yowie Wowie, no, no surprise there. As uh, they're going to put that on everything on this Halloween season, I bet. Uh, they've filed a trademark for the Firefly Funhouse. Uh, this one surprised me. Legit Boss, they did not have a trademark for that. That's weird. And uh, they just filed a trademark for Monster Among Men. I'm surprised they didn't have a trademark for that yet either. So. Kelly Clarkson show debuted in syndication this past week. Her very first guest was none other than The Rock. I saw The Rock talking about uh, wanting to return to Madison Square Garden, but not to wrestle. He's playing for the Knicks? Maybe. Okay. Uh, also added to the uh, NXT on USA debut will be uh, Kelly and Dane against Matt Riddle in a street fight. Uh, so that'll be uh, added along with the uh, North American title and the triple threat women's match to kick off uh, the first two uh, special. Uh, tickets went on sale for the first four NXT tapings, and all four sold out right away. Uh, Drew McIntyre was not seen backstage at MSG this week. Uh, for the second straight week, he's not been on TV. Word is making... The rounds that he underwent minor surgery to fix a lingering energy after their recent Mexico tour. Uh, so he, the idea is to get the surgery out of the way so he's healthy going into television in October. Why Why? Why is it important to be healthy going into television in October? Hmm. Unless you're probably about to get a title or something. Uh, and wants to build towards the 2020 WrestleMania season where he, he should win the title there. So, you know, I would think, but he's due. Uh, so he'll be back as soon as the doctors clear him, if you were wondering where he was. 
Uh, speaking of NXT, WWE and Full Sail University have expanded their partnership. Uh, and uh, so, did, did, Matt, didn't you mention the other day or something that their their uh, the contract with Full Sail was like running out? So you were wondering if they were going to go like no, it's not. It's not that the contract with Full Sail is running out. It's that they normally every time around WrestleMania year they're running stuff at Full Sail more regularly, which forces wwe to go tape elsewhere Mm. around the florida area to get their shows done so like i'm just curious what's going to happen when they expect to be taping live every week in full sale what happens on those weeks that they can't get full sale i'm just uh just curious how that's all going to work yeah they go elsewhere i think that's partially why i remember 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 when they did the uh they did the taping at baltimore matt I wouldn't be surprised if that was yeah, a practice. Just to, yeah, just to see if that's a practice run, if they can do it outside yeah. of full sale. I guess the expansion is just the fact that they're taping every week now instead of once a month. So maybe that's what their the expansion was I, that they announced. I don't know. It was weird. It was a weird press release from the WWE. Uh, after Raw went off the air this week, uh, Austin put over AJ Styles, saying he's watched him for his entire career and there's no one like him in the ring. Offered Styles a beer out of friendship, and oh, poor AJ took the beer. Then he ate another stunner. <laughs> stunner. And then he uh, took the house mic and put over Sal from Impractical Jokers and did a beer bash with him. Sal, of course, was uh, on the second episode of Straight Up Steve Austin. Uh, a ton of trademarks for NXT superstars have been applied by the WWE. Uh, basically. Basically everybody, everybody that's new and noteworthy, from Joaquin Wild, Jackson Riker, Damian Priest, Dominic Djokovic, Angel Garza, Tegan Knox, Dakota Kai, Candice LeRae, Zia Lee, Io Shirai, Vanessa Bourne, Tayanara. Yeah, it looks like she's losing the Conchi part. How about this? The Rock and Roll Express are going to make their New Japan Pro Wrestling debut. When uh, I, I am not looking forward to that. When what fi- the fuck are they thinking? When Fighting Spirit Unleashed, United States Tour goes through Lowell, Massachusetts, and New York City and Philadelphia. Yeah, that's going to be my bathroom break, and I'm going to the bar. Oh, you're going to <laughs> you're going to those yes. shows? Yeah, I'm going to the Philly show. Oh my god! Uh, announced for those northeastern dates. Uh, oh. Real New Japan wrestlers, ladies and gentlemen. Except Okada's not appearing in Philly. Eh, I'm not looking forward to seeing him anyway. As long as I see my man Tranquilo. Uh, Tanahashi, Abushi, Ishii, Hiroki Goto, Yoshihashi, Tetsuya Naito, Naito, yes. Evil, yes. Sonata, Takagi, Bushi, Jay White, G.O.D., and Kenta. Oh my god, I get to see uh, 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 Jay White. Leader I'm going to get his club. autograph for Matt. Let me go. I'll kick him in the deck. I'm with it. I'm, <laughs> I'm fully with it. I support this message. When is this show? <laughs> September 29th. Uh, what day is it? Oh, damn. That's not too far off. Yeah, end of the two weeks, but a little over two weeks. Uh, are there still tickets available or is it sold out? That bitch is sold out. I'm sure I could find one if I wanted to get a ticket, though. 
Uh, I'm, I'm sure they. I'm sure they stub hub the ECW arena. Everybody's got a price. Mm, they had, they didn't do that with uh, Ring of Honor, but I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, well, it's Ring of Honor. To well, the only thing about it is also the fucking shows on sale. Well, the only thing about it is also um, there's no standing room for this show. No, I wouldn't want to stand anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I found out what Rock was talking about with MSG. Uh, Jorge Masvidal from USC uh, one said he's telling Dana White he wants The Rock to put the belt around his waist at MSG for UFC 244. He's not. Nate Diaz is going to beat his ass. And, and Rock said, doing all I can to make this fight, and if you if I can and you win, I'll put the belt around your waist. Consider it done. The, so, don't Rock, waste your time, Rock. The Rock Nate answered Diaz him and said, beat your ass. The Rock said he's gonna. He'll do it. He'll do it. Chris Jericho cutting a promo on uh, AEW's Twitter channel how he doesn't like Cody or his family. <laughs> but he likes the bubbly. Oh, boy. Britt Baker, Britt Baker with a new, tele, uh, new T-shirt. Welcome to Britsburg. I like that. Very yeah. clever. Yeah, got the Steeler colors and uh, Britt Baker's logo on it. And pretty Matt cool. Matt Black will have that shirt. Probably not. Uh, if you watch SmackDown, you realize Elias' injury broke his ankle. I think is what I heard. Uh, when and where did he do? When and where did he do that? Mexico tour. Nice. Uh, so the, this uh, PW Insider report that came out at four twenty-five says injury to his ankle, but I, they I, Tom Phillips, I swear, said broken ankle. Yeah, he did. So that's going to be a while. Uh, hey, Monday Night Football's here, so Monday Night Raw's ratings took a deep. Dive into the tank and Stone Cold Steve Austin couldn't really save it. Two yeah, po- both those games were good last night. Oh, yeah, they were. I loved them both. I, actually, I fell asleep during the last one, but um, God, the ending of the ending of New Orleans and, and Houston was fire. Fuck the Saints. Uh, WWE lost about 400,000 viewers from uh, last week. It dropped from 2.507 million to 2.13 million. Uh, even hour one, well, obviously Monday Night Football started early with the doubleheader at six uh, six central. So e- even with Austin kicking it off, hour one two point three six million. Uh, that's still a sharp two hundred and fifty thousand less people than hour one of last week. And hour number three of Raw last week one point eight four five million. Ouch. There hasn't been a, an hour of there hasn't been a third hour of Raw that low since New Year's Eve of 2018. Ouch. Bum 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 bum. <coughs> uh, NXT from this past week. Uh, not much to uh, talk about in terms of uh, uh, you know matches. No- nothing really to progress. Uh, uh, obviously, because we're getting ready for the live show next week. So this was kind of a kind of a you know let's get get through this week. But a, a hell of a main event between Adam Cole and Jordan Miles for the NXT Championship, wasn't it? Yes. A couple guys that are familiar with each other. What do you guys think of the future of Jordan Miles on NXT? Bright. Very bright. Good, yep. 
dude's a talent. There's a whole lot of ROH ties to this week. Uh, coming, uh, uh, Viking Raiders coming to the aid of uh, Cedric Alexander. Adam Cole taking on Jordan Miles. Uh, you know. Poor ROH. Majority of NXT stars since its conception have been ROH stars. Yeah. Monday Night Raw this week kicking off with Stone Cold Steve Austin moderating the contract signing between Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman. And AJ Styles interrupts and and I think you can add AJ Styles to the list of people that sold the stunner great, right? Good shit, pal. That was a great flop. That was a pop, too. Holy crap. Uh, what'd you guys think of that opening segment with Austin? It was pretty cool. Good to see a stunner. AJ Styles making fun of Austin was pretty funny. Old fart. <laughs> Stop a boat, old enemy. Uh, I think so, you should let Gallows do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, AJ Styles took on Cedric Alexander after eating the stunner, and that ended in a DQ, but uh, uh, that, that, that's going to be a precursor to something later on. Because um, uh, I, I have a feeling we're going to have a U.S. title match here. Oh, they already announced it. Did they already announce it after the pin? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, they already announced it. Cedric Alexander and AJ Styles for the Universal... T- I mean, I'm sorry, the United States title. My apologies. Um, Sasha Banks and Bailey, Becky Lynch and, and Charlotte Flair. I think I thought almost this could have main evented Raw, but maybe it's a good thing it didn't with only 1.8 million people watching it, huh? That was a good match. It, I, I enjoyed it. it. I did. I did, too. That was a lot of fun. Um... What do you guys think of the Bailey heel turn so far? I'm cool with that. Like I, it, it's confusing though because she says she's still trying to be a role model. And yeah, and the, the buddies are still popping up and shit. Yeah, like you're still trying to appeal to kids. I don't know. It's a weird. It's a weird direction to take. I was all for the heel turn. Not sure how I feel about how they're handling it so far um but i'm not willing to give up on it quite yet yeah uh we got a rare sighting a grand metal leak taking on Rey mysterio that was a pretty decent match <clears throat> dude anytime we don't have to see the lucha house party is a good week of tv it, it was just metal leak by himself so i mean hey yeah but i still had to hear that terrible theme True. lucha 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 you son of a bitch sorry and uh, none of us are surprised that Baron Corbin won that triple threat in the King of the Ring, huh? I told you Corbin's winning the whole thing. I'm still holding out hope for Gable. King Gable. But, yeah, I think it's going to be – King Corbin is got more booking potential than King Gable. Ready, willing, and Gable. Uh, Firefly Funhouse. See you in hell – Talking about rattlesnakes, and we didn't see the fiend at all this week. What the hell, guys? No, he was on. We still got Bray on Raw. Yeah, I meant the fiend. He didn't attack Austin like we all thought, like people thought he would. Didn't attack Taker. As soon as he put the tweet out, I knew it wasn't going to happen. Yeah. 
like to me that was just you were just given you were giving it away um that this wasn't gonna that this wasn't gonna go down so because if they, if that was actually going to happen there there would have been no tweet about it it just would have happened yeah we yeah when uh uh why it hit that clock and it said eleven nineteen? Everybody's like, "Oh, Undertaker debuted on eleven nineteen. Yeah, people just people read. You know, people are desperate to overread into things. Yes. Like I didn't think for one second that he was going to come out and attack the fucking Undertaker. So. Well, it's it's pretty clear that the direction is. Uh, I think we're heading to Hell in a Cell with uh, whoever wins the Universal Title. Uh, then a big ten man ma- tag match to end it, and Austin coming out with doing a beer bash with the winners: Seth Rollins, Braun Strowman, Eric and Ivar, and, and Cedric Alexander to close the show on a on a fun happy note. Pretty good edition ad- of Raw from S- MSG, don't you say? Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's better than SmackDown. Yeah, SmackDown. Word, son. SmackDown, man. SmackDown. It wasn't good. I'm hoping they're just saving all their good content for October. (laughs) Because. Hey, let's just bullshit USA for a little bit until we go to to Fox. I'm hoping so. Boy. Yeah, I was like, of all people to uh, uh, interrupt the Undertaker, Sami Zayn. I'm like, oh, good night. Let's go. Sami's gonna die. Um, and how many people? How many people sighed when uh, uh, Shane McMahon inserted himself into the King of the Ring tournament, like he inserted himself in the Best of the World tournament? Rather than insert himself in a blender. Ooh, that's harsh. I couldn't think of anything else at the moment. Uh, Nikki Cross took on Manny Rose, as Matt mentioned earlier, with Nikki Cross getting the win there. Will that lead to booking 101? I don't know. Man, well, better. I mean, if that was the case, if that's the case, then, you know, Bailey wins on Sunday. I think I think Bailey does win on Sunday. What do you think about this whole Eric Rowan thing? I think they desperately want me to care, and I don't. It was a pretty good brawl, though. Give it that. Tonight was pre- one of the, it was that was one of the highlights of the show. Uh, and then they had Kofi, Kofi, and Randy, Randy call, Randy calling it the pot, the power of positivity bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> it got beeped though, <laughs> which led to uh, a reenactment of ten years ago at MSG when Kofi did the boom drop through a table. Unfortunately, they had to find. Good thing there was a backup table there, huh? Yeah. And the end of the show: Shane McMahon and Chad Gable, and Gable hit a a uh, German suplex. And got the victory after 20 seconds, and Shane now calls it two out of three falls. And uh, KO started playing by Shane's rules with slow counts for Gable and all sort of fast counts for Shane. But there wasn't much he could do, and Gable put him in the ankle lock, and, and Shane tapped out. So then Shane fires 
KO. So that KO's going to come in through with a Zamboni next week, right? Give me a hell yeah. It's like, we know he has a five-year deal, so we know he isn't really fired. be funny if he shows up on NXT, though. True shit. All right, boys, 11 matches are on the card for Clash of Champions, where every championship is defended, uh, including the 24-7 championship, which uh, hasn't really gotten an official word yet, but uh, they, they say it's going to get defended, which, who holds that now? Shit. R-Truth got it back from Ennis Cantor, right, on Monday? Yeah. I kind of like how they're celebs and athletes and people are winning that title. I think it's kind of funny. But, um... Uh, let's run down that card. Matt just gave us his prediction for this one. SmackDown Women's Championship, Bailey against Charlotte Flair. I agree. I think Bailey come out, comes out retaining the, the title here, Daryl. Uh, yeah. Bailey. And, the, and the reason being is for the Raw Women's Championship, I think Sasha Banks is going to defeat the man Becky Lynch, and I think the Boss and Hug connection as heels are walking out title holders. Matt, do you agree? I, I do agree because I think Becky's being moved to SmackDown on Fridays. Uh huh. With the with the draft returning in October. Yep, there is a draft. So return. you gotta get you gotta get the red brand title off of her uh, to move her to move her on different to a new night. So yeah, I I do think Sasha's gonna beat Becky on Sunday. And it sounds like the brand split is gonna be a permanent. Ain't no wild card bullshit, right? That's what I'm hearing. Yeah. Hopefully, that's <laughs> hopefully that's how it stays. D, what's your thoughts? Yeah, I think Sasha wins. Uh, tag team titles, Raw tag team titles, Braun and Seth against Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler. D. Seth, uh, Seth and Braun. I think. Uh, I think they lose. Matt? It makes sense for them to lose, but holy crap, I don't want to see Dolph Ziggler drag Robert Roode down into mediocrity, but I guess he's already there, so bring <laughs> on the title change. Why the hell not? Did he me- say drag him into me- mediocrity? Medi- medi- mediocrity would be a step up for Roode at this point in the WWE. No, no bullshit. <sighs> uh, I- I'm going to disagree. I... I- God, they threw that team together so quickly, but that they did that with Seth and Braun too. I think by for some weird thing uh, after they face each other for the Universal Title, they're still going to be tag champs. I, I think they're playing. There's going to be some kind of odd story there. Uh, I, I'm going to have uh, Seth and Braun retain here. Is my feeling on that one? It would be a ni- it would be a nice surprise that I wouldn't see coming. Uh, we know Matt's pick for this one, so uh, there's no no use of Matt having to say it again unless you really want to say it again. Women's tag team titles: Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville against Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Mandy, Mandy, Mandy. Uh, I think they're well overdue for uh, holding those titles. I think Fire and Desire is going to get the win as well. D. Roman Reigns, Eric Rowan, no DQ match. Matt? Roman, come on. <laughs> Roman Reigns. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, I, I could. there could be some chicanery, but yeah, I think Roman wins this one. D? Same. 
Uh, Intercontinental Championship match, Shinsuke Nakavura versus The Miz. I, I, I Over the past week, I, I feel like The Miz is going to win this. It's weird. And then booking 101, Nakamura Kinsashes The Miz uh, after his match with Andrade. Uh, even you know, I I, I kind of feel the Miz is going to win this one. Do you? Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm, I think, I, I'm with you on that one, dude. Yeah, I, I think I think they want the uh, I think they want that record. That's Jericho holds that record right now, right? He sure yeah. does. They're tied. Yep. So Vince was like, "Well, damn, pal, I can take that record away from Chris. Let's do it." I got my own Miz, little bit you know, of the bubble. Preparing you for the past five months, but we're gonna put the Intercontinental title on you. Uh, are they tied? No, it would tie. No. It would tie Jericho. No. Yeah, he's tying Jericho. Yeah, well, he would tie Jericho, and then they'd let him win it again. Yeah, exactly. That's that's really what it comes down to. They put the title on Miz. You have him drop it real quick at like Survivor Series. If, if <laughs> and he wins it back at TLC. If Miz wins the title and holds it for three weeks, twenty-one days, he will pass. Pedro Morales for the most combined days champion in the history of the Intercontinental Championship. He came to play. Just Pretty cool. that. a little trivia for you guys there. Uh, SmackDown Tag Titles, The Revival against The New Day. D. New Day. Matt? I didn't even know this match was happening, so I'm going to say New Day. <laughs> Yeah, I think it, it, it kind of is a result of the uh, feud with Randy and Kofi. Yeah, yeah I, like, like seriously, it makes sense. Um, But I swear I didn't even know this match was happening until you just brought it up. I think, I, I don't know, Big E and Xavier being so beat up, I, I'm going to put the Revival over on this one because Xavier's been out of action since they, they attacked him. Big E's been hurt, uh, got hurt by those guys. I, I, I fully see the Revival win in this match, so I'm going that way. Uh, Cruiserweight Championship, Triple Threat, Drew Gulak, Umberto Carrillo, and Lince Dorado. Uh, I, I like Carrillo, but I think we're, I'm going I'm to keep it on Drew, on Drew Gulak here, D. Seeing as though that where Drew Gulak hails from and that team is actually playing that night too, I'm going with an all-Philadelphia sweep, Drew Gulak. Mm. Matt? Yeah, why not? Why not? Double <laughs> double E championship. Uh, Kofi Kingston, Randy Orton, D. Kofi. Matt. Uh, no contest. <laughs> this is either going to end in a disqualification or a count out. This shit's going to hell in a cell. Yep. Um, and that's all I've got to say about that. Yep. That's all I got to say about that. Yeah, they, the, the booking one one would suggest Orton wins, which I do not agree with. Uh, this ends at Hell in a Cell, which I do. Yeah, agree this with. this ends in this this ends in Hell in a Cell, and this match ends in a no contest, whether it be DQ, count out, whatever. Like even even if Orton wins, like it will be by DQ or count out. Like yeah. there's not going to be a title change. Um, in Orton winning by DQ or count out would make sense to set up the reason why he would get another shot at Kofi. Yep. Which would settle it in Hell in a Cell, which Kofi should ultimately win. Yes, I fully agree. And singles match for the WWE Universal t- Universal Title: Braun Strowman, Seth Rollins, Matt. I'd like to see Braun win it, but I don't see them doing it. So 
I guess Seth's gonna retain. Yeah, I, I feel I, like I'd I, rather I'd rather see Braun get it to be honest. I do too, but I think if they're having the Fiend uh, challenge, I think it's gonna be Fiend and Seth. Uh, yeah, I, I I agree. So I, I mean, I, 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 I don't want to see the, I don't want to see the Fiend in in in, uh, in Braun. Yeah, D. Uh, I'm with you both. I'd rather have Braun win it. Seeing as though every time he goes for the universal title, he loses. Yep. But, yeah, for promotional purposes, we're going to go with Seth Rollins. And Kushida made it. Maybe the, maybe the Fiend gets involved in costs. Maybe, um, maybe it's triple threat. We're on the title. Oh, yeah. Yeah, possi- possibly. I don't we'll, know. We'll see. Has the Fiend decided he would rather face Rollins than face Braun? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think he want that smoke. <laughs> we want the smoke. smoke. We want the smoke. That's going to do it for this edition of Lost in the Midcard. Thank you to SpiderDuck.net by, uh, for being our host, enabling us to be on iTunes, Spotify, or any of your favorite podcasting apps. Make sure you search for Lost in the Midcard. Hit that subscribe button. That way you know every time a new episode comes your way, typically every Wednesday, but sometimes we are on at different days, so you just want to you know, subscribe, make sure you know when that new episode comes through. Also on the YouTube, links to all that are on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash lostinthemidcard. Also on the Twitter at LITMC Podcast. And uh, Matt's on the Twitter at RawFShowtime. Daryl is on the Twitter at no one like D. I am on the Twitter at JBHuskers. Give us all a follow as well. And uh, before we ride off into the sunset, look forward to Clash of Champions this Sunday. Daryl, what are your final thoughts? I won't be watching. I'll watch it Monday because I have better things to watch. Oh, some team called the Eagles, huh? Yeah, that team that's one and zero, unlike the Bears. Championships aren't won in Week One. Word, Matt. What's your final thoughts? <clears throat> Fuck Antonio Brown. That's my final fucking thoughts. That's a final fucking thoughts. That dude's uh something else. Makes well, Randy Ma- makes Randy Moss look like a fucking model ass citizen. It makes Terrell Owens look like one. Mm-hmm. No Browns. Oh, absolutely. The, the Mister eighty four just bounced up to the top of the list of the 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 worst Divas. fucking diva <laughs> wide receiver of all time. Which one of y'all said Randy Moss looked like a? A model citizen. Randy Ross was a model citizen. Straight cash, no, homie. Fucking could be what comparing AB sure as fuck was. Shit, I would have compared him more so than Dagon. I would have said T.O. more than anybody or Chad Johnson. Not Randy. Randy was awesome. Well, he did. He did kick that parking meter attendant once, didn't he, or something, or hit him with a yeah. yeah. He, he moaned bear. Yeah, he moaned uh, Vikings. I mean, he moaned what Packers fans, wasn't it? But it was a fake moon. He didn't really do it, did he? No, I yeah, wouldn't yeah, just. It was a fake. Like, I thought he was like the <laughs> fake thing. Yeah, I wouldn't pull him and show my ass cheeks. That was cold out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if it was Green Bay, man, ass cheeks get frostbit. Uh, ass cheeks got stuff frozen to the goalpost. All right. For Daryl, for Matt, this is Jeremy. Thank you for tuning in to Lost Midcard. We'll be back at you next week with our Clash Champions reaction.